certain OECD countries are becoming vociferous with their discomfort with CBI initiatives. So particularly the Europeans, I believe the Americans don't like it either, but they kind of they haven't been too overt with that, but definitely the Europeans have been at the forefront uh, of critiquing them. And they found, you know, obviously there were certain irregularities, but even before the irregularities with Cyprus, they were against it. And now we have legal action against Malta, with Malta is basically the last man standing in Europe. And my, my thinking is that once they have their house in order, then they will look outwards. And, you know, for example, we saw what happened with Vanuatu losing access to certain you know jurisdictions that they could have entered visa-free my concern is that that uh perspective would be expanded and they would target cbi programs in general what are your thoughts on that but, but i think that you are correct that at some point they are probably going to target our jurisdictions i think that unfortunately we're generally painted with the same brush you know and i think that they have had issues with cyprus like you said with vanuatu but when it comes to the cb cbi in the caribbean generally i think we're very re well regulated i think that of course you're not going to quote unquote catch every bad apple because there's this you know there's this train of thought where some countries they expect you to more or less know someone is a criminal before they're actually a criminal you're not going to Someone can become a citizen, be a fine person, and then five years later do perform atrocious deeds, and that's just the reality. All you can do is due diligence today. And I think that the Caribbean region, St. Lucia particularly, Grenada as well, I think they've done a really good job because we want good citizens. You know, if you don't have good citizens and you keep you let in persons which are on Interpol wanted list, who are sanctioned, for example, you really just have, you know. A house of cards which will fall so maybe today you're going to make some money by getting extra persons in quicker but in the long term that's not sustainable i think the issue with the oecd is they look at things very much from a tax perspective so for them the more persons who get citizenship and who have options that's tax revenue away from them you know which i think is very unfortunate because the cbi particularly in some of the even smaller islands like st kitts and dominica the CBI has done so much for the economy and in some ways has been very transformational, you know? But I think that the next year or two is going to be extremely important for our industry. I think that right now there's a lot of lobbying taking place, particularly in Brussels. I think that with what happened in Vanuatu in particularly, what's happening in Ukraine, that's surprising enough brought an additional spotlight on CBI since whether or not you should accept Russian citizens and persons from Belarus, that's become that's become a bit of an issue. And also be risking, you know, what do banks think of CBI? That's also become a whole other issue in itself. So I think the next two years are going to be particularly important. But I think the Caribbean region, what we're doing generally is very much fit for purpose. I think our programs are robust. I think that all the jurisdictions, they want good persons as citizens and that they do do enough due diligence, definitely. And that we do this every day. I can tell you the number of documents, how rigorous it is, the sort of questions we get back from the unit for our applicants and the level of details they go into. I think the programs are fit for purpose, but as I think we saw with um, our offshore sector and other industries like agriculture and World Trade Organization, it's very difficult, unfortunately, sometimes to please these superpowers. And in many ways, we're just a dot of very little influence. But I think the next two years also will be very influential and important for the industry. 
Yeah, I, um, you know, Darren, we could have a we could have a whole series on that topic. Um, you know, I, I personally have a difficulty with it. I, I understand and I, I appreciate and I respect the concerns. There is no, I have no personal difficulty with that. What I do have is a is a difficulty with how the policy is being framed um, without any parameters set. I mean, most of most of these, you know, going beyond the EU, look at the US, they all have some sort of investment program that, that brings you to um, ultimately um, getting citizenship. That That is the truth and the reality. I think so at the core, what it should be, should be a minimum standard on due diligence. For example, there must be some policy that is rolled out on a very high level that must be some subscription. It could form the framework of some international treaty or, or some agreement where there is some, some high level regulation. But I think to just, without more, just if you like, um, apply the big stick, simply for the reason that you have an RCBI program is not good enough. And I think that, um, you know, taking that stance is unfair and unjust, inequitable, um, without delving into the mechanics of each and, and taking each case on its own facts and on its own merits. Um, you cannot compare one jurisdiction to the other because of the policy. You cannot compare one jurisdiction to the other because of you know the, the the level of due diligence that it might might um apply but you're wanting to apply a broad brush across across every program simply on the basis that you have an rcbi program and nothing more there's no merit in investigating each one so as i said i mean we, we could go on ad infinitum on this one but i do find at its core without more it's unjust and and and, and, and unfair quite honestly Absolutely. And, and in the case of Malta, which, of course, is facing legal action from, from Brussels, they not just have one uh, service provider providing due diligence, they actually require two. So, you know, it's like double yet still the, the sentiment is what it is. And then recently we've had uh, one of the, the government ministers in Portugal who has hinted that the golden visa may be reviewed and come, and come to an end. Uh, regardless of how much billions of euros it's contributed to to Portugal, so the, yeah, it's I mean it's it's crystal clear that the powers that be have a perspective, and you know it is what it is, and, and it's it's interesting that you you drew that historical perspective because yes, there was agriculture, there was the Lomé Convention, uh, the bananas had preferential access, then there was the offshore sector, and that went its own way, and now we have CBI and you know maybe maybe not and yeah i, I guess the the question perhaps at a, you know, for another time would be what's next for for solution the other form so if you're a six seven or eight figure investor entrepreneur or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals we can help you achieve the international lifestyle the freedom and even the tax savings you're looking for visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.